Hello everyone and welcome back to the Conservative Woman's Guide. I'm your host Peyton Smith and today I'm joined by a special guest Chloe Sparwath for the Conservative Woman's Guide to Building Friendships. We'll be talking about how to find friends with similar values, relying on friends for different things, and how to handle losing friends. So welcome Chloe. Hi! I know when I started college, having to put myself out there in order to make friends was super scary, especially because I went to a school that no one else from my high school went to. Did you kind of feel the same way? Yeah, so I went to UVA, um, University of Virginia. From um, I'm from Georgia, though. So there were, I mean, there were people from Georgia there, but I was the only one in my high school class, definitely. There was one girl who was a grade above me that did go to my high school and I didn't know her in high school, but because I was so anxious and desperate <laughs> to find anybody that I could possibly know, um, I did reach out to her actually on like Instagram or something. Like I think I, I found her and I DM'd her and I was like, Hey girl, um, <laughs> I'm going to UVA. I know we don't know each other. You were a grade above me. Um, but I'm terrified. So can we like meet up for coffee or something? And she was actually so sweet and, you know, responded and said, Hey, I felt the same way. It was, it was really scary coming here from, you know, from our high school because there was nobody else here, but she, I mean, she was literally my savior. Like I I got so lucky because she completely took me under her wing, took me out to coffee and like we got food and stuff in Georgia because she, she was home for the summer. So before I even went to college, like I hung out with her here and then when I got to grounds, we signed up for classes together. Like she, you know, let me look at her schedule and I, I signed up for a class with her. We went out to coffee. She showed me around campus. Um, and yeah, I got, I got really lucky with that one. She was almost like big sister type of thing when I, when I first got to campus. Um, and so, and I still talk to her. Um, and That's so sweet. Yeah, and it was cool because then the the next year there was one other girl, um, you know, from the grade below me at my high school, who then was going to UVA, and it's so funny because she did the same thing. She she had talked to I, I guess one of our high school teachers, and you know said I'm going to UVA, and she was like, oh, you should talk to Chloe. Um, and so then Lauren, that girl, DM'd me just like I had DM'd Kaylee. <laughs> you know, saying the same thing. Hey girl, I'm going to UVA. I don't have any friends. Do you want to hang out? And, um, and, and now that's funny because now this girl is one of my best friends. We, we went to high school together and we were in student government together, but didn't, we weren't super close, but then yeah. she, you know, like I said, she DM'd me and now she, she's one of my absolute best friends and I dragged her into new stuff actually. So she's a new gal as well, but that was fun because then I could kind of pay it back what Kaylee had done for me the year yeah. before. Then I showed Lauren around and, and like I said, now she's one of my best friends. So I love that. Social media is a great way to connect with people before you even get to campus. Like you said, that's how you all met each other. My school, we actually did a Facebook group. I don't know if you guys did that for your incoming freshman class. Someone created our Facebook group and we all took turns introducing ourselves on there. And you're like, hi, my name's Peyton. I'm a political science major looking for a roommate. Like that's how people found their roommates and stuff. Did you guys do that at UVA or did you have something kind of similar that you guys do? I know, I know people nowadays do Instagram pages, I think, instead of Facebook groups, but we were back in like the Facebook time. Yeah, I don't think we had an Instagram page, although I did 
use Instagram to find people. I feel like that's mm-hmm. how our generation vets people. You yeah. know, like you hear someone's <laughs> name, whether it's like your friend's new boyfriend or a possible friend from school, you mm-hmm. find them on social media <laughs> on Instagram yep. and you can see what they what they have going on. I think we did have a Facebook group. I really can't remember if there was some kind of introduction post, but I I remember what was helpful for me was there there was somehow somebody made a Georgia to UVA pipeline Facebook page and also a group me, which again, I don't even know how they went about finding people to add to the group me. Yeah. But that's how I found my first year roommate. Um, cause we, we were both in some, you know, yeah. Georgia group me and it, it feels like speed dating. It feels like a dating app it because it does. Yes, you like literally message <laughs> you message people and are like, "Hey, are you a night owl? Or are you a morning person?" Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's like speed dating for roommates. Um, but so, so that was one other thing. Maybe I would say to students who are going to college, and especially if you're out of state, if you're like nervous, find even if you don't know them. But for some reason, for me, having a roommate that was from Georgia was comforting to me, and then we could drive home together. Um, and stuff too. Yeah. So that was nice. It also makes the dorm shopping super easy when you guys can go together in person. I know my roommate and I kind of did that my freshman year. We went because she was from maybe like 20 minutes away, a town nearby, and we went dorm shopping and stuff together and like would send each other pictures. And it's like, oh, I just saw that at the Target up by me. Let me go snag that. But when you got to campus, how did you go about finding friends with similar values? Like, did you join specific clubs? How did you go about that? Yeah, I definitely went to some religious organization type of social stuff. Um, I definitely went straight to clubs like College Republicans and New. Um, I actually didn't get involved with New until my second year, um, but that's a different story. But College Republicans was basically I kind of clung to them mm-hmm. my first year, and I, I made a lot of friends there. Um, so, I mean, the, you know, stuff like the activities fair, like if you can definitely, definitely yeah. go to the activities fair and honestly sign up for a ton of stuff. Even if you know, you probably won't go to all of them, sign up for a ton of stuff, go to as many interest meetings as you can. So I went to college Republicans interest meeting. I, I went to the YAF interest meeting. I went to, um, I'm trying to think what else we had. I think we had a YAL Young Americans for Liberty. I think I went to that interest meeting. Um, I And you'll find with, you know, and this is specifically for, you know, students who are interested in conservative clubs, but there are, you know, a couple of different options on every campus. So you'll find the conservative club that also, like, vibes with you the best. Yes. I know Karen and I have talked on the podcast that each conservative organization on campus kind of has their own specific vibe and you can kind of test the waters with each to figure out which suits you the best. No, for sure. So for, yeah, so that was me for first year with college Republicans. Um, and I, one thing I will say with that and my, my parents warned me and then I, I didn't listen to them. They were like, (laughs) I was like, it's fine. But they were very adamant, you know, saying, don't make that your only friend group though. Like don't only have friends in college Republicans. Don't only have friends in one circle. Mm -hmm. Um, cause I will say what did happen to me is I made friends with a lot of the older people in college Republicans my first year and it was great. Loved them all. But then they all graduated. Yeah. (laughs) And then I kind when they graduated, I realized like, 
oh crap, my parents were right. I made friends with a very specific group of people and now they're gone. Yep. Um, so I do think it's important to diversify. diversify. Yes. yes, yes. Oh God, we're so fancy saying that. Diversify, diversify your, your friend group. <laughs> yes. Um, but also, I mean, your first year is your first year and it was rough for me kind of getting adjusted. So whatever you have to do to get by, <laughs> just do it. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. Now that we kind of covered, I guess, like making the friends once you get to campus or even before you get to campus. I know I personally relied on like my diversification of friends for different things. So I had specific friends I would do specific things with and then other friends I would know I was like, oh, I can go to these people and we can go to the library and we can study all the time. Or I can go out with these people and we can take trips into the city and like go to Central Park and have yeah. picnics. Like I had different friends for different things. How did you kind of go about figuring out what friend groups or like which specific friends were good for different sort of activities. I actually ended up keeping in touch with some people that I met at freshman orientation. Um, I feel like that, that can really be a hit or miss for a lot of people. Some people I, I know they stayed friends with their freshman orientation friends all throughout college. Some people you meet them, you hang out with them for a day and you'll never speak again. Um, but I, there were some individuals from, from that week in the, or not that week, but that day or two in the summer, um, that, you know, I kept up with, cause that, that's another way to know, you know, you have someone, you know, going into the school year, yeah. that, you know, if you met them like that. Um, I mean, so obviously like with the political club friends, you're going to be doing meetings and stuff with them and then usually that leads to a lot of times like oh let's go get a bite to eat after the meeting or or let's go do that and then you know from there if you can tell that there's people that besides the realm of politics you you jive with them in your personal yeah. life then you can also go do other things with them um, I know, like, my friends within my major, we would spend a lot of time just yeah. hanging out in the library doing assignments and stuff, and then we had, like, more of my political friends from those types of organizations. We would sit down with, like, coffee or something and just talk about current events, so nerdy, but... <laughs> yeah, no, it's so important to have friends from all aspects of your classes, and, I mean, mm-hmm. that's the good thing about, as, as awkward as your first your first month or your, even, you know, your first week and stuff on campus can be, that is like the one time in your life, maybe not in your whole life, but the time in college where it is socially acceptable completely to go up to somebody in the cafeteria or, you know, a classroom and be like, Hey, I'm Chloe. What's your name? Because all the other freshmen, they're in the same boat. They're trying to make friends. So I, I mean, I think I did that. I literally would yeah. Um, or the whole like, oh my gosh, I love your top. Where did you get it? As a conversation yes. starter, a classic. Yeah. Stuff Never like that. Fails. I know stickers, people like stickers on people's laptops and water bottles. If you like stickers, um, that's a connection. But yeah, make friends with people in your classes because that's helpful because then you have friends to study with and people to check the assignments with. I was a big fan of making group me's or making group texts for different classes because then, you know, you make friends in there, but you have people to talk about the class with. Um, or if you miss a class, you have people you can ask for notes yeah. from. Yeah, definitely. Like being in touch with people from your classes outside of class is helpful, not just for making friends, but for, you know, in the 
academic sense as well, yeah. just having somebody to talk to. So, cause you know, cause I mean, it's not like high school where you're, you're there every single day at the same time college year, you might even have a class that's one time a week or something. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I think it's good to be the floater in college is what I kind of labeled myself as I had all my different friend groups. Like I was in a sorority. So I had all of my sorority sisters I would hang out with for our philanthropy events and things. But then I also had like my political friends and a lot of my friends actually did end up overlapping because I kind of pulled all my friends and was like, hey, we all have this in common. Like, let's go and hang out. So I, that's a good way to not only make new friends yourself, but then also help your friends make new friends. And you can become this whole interconnected community, which was so fun. But did you ever lose friends, I guess, especially because of your political views? I know that's kind of not a controversial topic, but an interesting topic. Um... Yes. (laughs) Yes. Uh, And that was something that was hard for me because Mm -hmm. I, I mean, there are some people who are like, I don't care what anybody thinks about me. I don't, you know, I say what I want. If you like it, you don't like it. I don't care. I'm not like that. And I do have like, I, I heavily care. Um, so I would never say I, I hid, but I you can definitely tell in certain circumstances where, like, you say something and then people are like, huh? Mm-hmm. Um, How did you, like, handle those situations? I always reminded myself, you know, that although I don't like being disliked, um, it is more important to, as cheesy as it sounds, to stay true to myself and to mm-hmm. say what I believe um, I will say I probably put in a lot of effort into into being a, like especially nice to people when we would talk about politics. Because the, the amount of time somebody said to me, you know, like, you're too nice to be a Republican or you're too nice to be conservative or something, it is really weird. And so I love to show people, like, because apparently they think republicans are like mean girls i don't know i like to show them that no like i'm really nice and i and 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 my views come from my heart they come from a place of you know good and whatever um i will say i and but all of that said i did learn um that you can be as nice as you want to someone you can be the biggest people pleaser on the face of the planet you can be so nice to someone and they can still hear your political beliefs and not like you. There was someone that um, we had very opposite beliefs on something, on a specific topic, and we ended up still becoming friends. Mm-hmm. And um, I, you know, I thought we had kind of gotten past all of the the issues that she had with my stance on a certain thing. Um, and then... Uh, like a year later, it it turned out that you know she had put something on social media that was really mean. It was really mean, um, and it was it was definitely about me. And so, like I said, that was a moment for me where I realized you know you can't please everybody. Not everybody's gonna like you because, like I said, I had gone out of my way to be more than nice, more than accommodating. Again, again, not compromising my beliefs, not lying about what I felt, but going out of my way to be nice, to be kind, to be a friend. And then, you know, she still had a problem. And so I will say for some students, that is going to be something that you might 
have to learn how to deal with. And it will be hard, especially because, you know, it's one thing for a stranger to not like you. It's one thing, you know, for an eye roll while you're tabling with a conservative club or for a comment in class from someone that you don't know or or from just an acquaintance, just a random person in your class. But it, it does hurt. It's a different kind of thing when someone that you considered a friend, when you thought they cared about you, when you yeah. had had deep conversations, when you, you know, it's someone you thought was a friend. Yeah, you like built up that relationship. Yeah, that's the thing. I mean, just like, it, it's not, it's, it's easier said than done to yeah. be like, well, if you don't like me, then you don't like me. So it, it is important to stay true to yourself and stay firm yeah. in what you believe and not compromise that to make friends because you're real friends. While, you know, while things with that girl didn't work out, I have some very, very liberal friends. I have some friends who we have complete opposite views, but they don't care, yeah. you know, because that's what true friendship is. Um, but when there are people like that, you do have to realize then they're not, they're not true friends and you're, you are probably better off without them, but it doesn't mean that it doesn't hurt. Yeah. No, I think that's a great point to end on. Just be true to yourself and your true friends will stick around no matter what. Um, I want to thank you for joining us today on the podcast. I had such a great conversation with you. You shared so many great tips I know our listeners will benefit from. Make sure to join us next week as we'll be covering relationships. I'll be joined with another special guest, which is so exciting. Subscribe to the Conservative Woman's Guide wherever you get your podcast so you never miss an episode. And if you're enjoying the show, leave us a five-star review and let us know how we're doing or if you have any ideas for upcoming shows by emailing us at media at enlightenedwomen.org. See you next time.